power of the dark side. I'm not a baby, I'm a man. I am an anchor man. Is this a kissing book? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Hello and welcome along to Just Like in the Movies, brought to you by gkmedia.ie, an association with iCinema Galway. We are doing a Christmas special this week, looking at the movies Frozen 2, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, and of course, the eagerly anticipated Tom Hooper movie, Cats. Joined as always by Lisa Tracy. Good evening. Good evening. And Dave Coyne. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. First up, we're looking at the all-star movie, Cats. Tonight is a magical night, where I choose the cat that deserves a new life. Going to the ball could get dangerous. <laughs> Come on! Let's dance! I judge a cat by its soul. I've got plenty of soul. That's a clip taken from the musical Cats out in cinemas now. And I suppose when I first heard about this movie coming out uh, a few months ago, Tom Hooper behind it, the man behind Le Mis, mm -hmm. the man behind Danish Girl, yeah. King's Speech. But Le Mis definitely was amazing because it was live singing, which mm -hmm. is like what Jennifer Hudson does in this movie. Uh, and I was like, this is just going to clear the Oscars. It's going to be one of the biggest movies of the year. Uh, now, you've just come out of it. You would think, Gary, yeah. that it's going to be the biggest movie of the year. Yeah, yeah. All of these names attached and Tom Hooper. Yada, Do I yada. know my movies? Well, this is not a movie. This is not even a musical. This is a performing arts piece that falls down a hole of just destruction. It is awful. It's the worst film I've seen all year. Lisa, you sound angry. I am angry, Gary, <laughs> because I was made to go see this film. You know how By I you. Feel. You know how I feel about certain feline creatures. Uh, yeah, I thought you'd, it'd kind of help you no, get through that. Face your fear no. and all that. No. I literally, like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is the whole movie. It was, it was tough. It was really tough. Okay. Yeah, so it didn't, it didn't help that. Dave, put it in perspective for us. I mean, it's I mean, Andrew Lloyd Webber, his music is brilliant. They, they, there's an undeniable amount of talent in this film. The musical, the musical elements, the music itself, it's of its time. There's some classic songs in there that we all know. Maybe we don't know where we know them from. Mm. The cast is stellar beyond, uh, you know, it's up there with Avengers Endgame in terms of names. Um, that, and obviously Tom Hooper's a fabulous director, but misguided. It's a misguided uh, attempt at turning, you know, a very out there concept of, you know, anthropomorphized cats, humanized, with this digital fur, this uncanny valley, it's just yeah, so explain the, to watch. the uncanny valley to well, people. Well, when you see like a, a robot or a digitalization of a human or a fake human, it comes from the robot world. And you're looking at it and it looks real at a glance. But then when you look closer, it's like, hold on, there's something wrong here. It's not right. You know what I mean? And this is in that. Like there's moments where they're it's a singing, dancing movie and their feet aren't really making contact with the ground properly. And their movement is odd because it's, there's so much CGI. Yeah. And it's a dance piece. And I think to kind of hide it, they, there's lots of cut, cut, cuts. Whereas a proper musical is a stage, you see these fabulous performers dancing, doing a fabulous performance. You know, maybe interpretive dance isn't your thing, then you're in the wrong theater. But if interpretive dance is your thing, yeah, this is your this movie. Is your yeah. movie yeah. Because it's, a, it's interpretive dance with CGI. Personally, it's not my kind of cup of tea. And as Lisa said, it's honestly, 
it's just not meant for the cinema screen, this, this content. Storyline, tell us what's it all about. Oh, God. It's a squiggle. It it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not a storyline, it's a squiggle. It's, it's awful. It's, they're jellical cats, and one of them gets picked by Judy Dench to go to heaven, heavy side something or other up in the sky in a balloon or something and like the best cat gets to go and the best cat spoiler alert I won't say who it is <sighs> but it's the best singer in the group yeah and Idris Elba is the bad guy McCavity McCavity, McCavity yeah. and he is trying to take all the good performers and he steals them and he puts them on a barge with Ray Winston oh my god and it is just it's just shocking it's juvenile and Ian McKellen is wasted he's there yeah. for like Ian McKellen Judy Dench now yeah. I haven't said that there's there's two there's two musical numbers that really stand out yeah. there's Jennifer Hudson when she really opens her pipes and it's like wow doing memories yeah. and then there's um, Taylor Swift has one song yeah. in this so if you're a Taylor Swift fan you're getting one song yeah. now it's worth it that's your camera it's, you're <laughs> worth it <laughs> you're worth it because it is a great number and yeah. she steals that song and there's and of course by that stage you kind of know what's going on yeah. At, for the first half hour. an hour you're like what the <laughs> hell is going on what the hell am i watching yeah um because there isn't much dialogue really no there? there's there's there's, a there's, lot of dance and a lot there's of literally it's literally song mm -hmm. song 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 five words of dialogue i'm not joking you five words of dialogue where a bit of exposition so you go all right this is what's going on and then back into song 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 the production design, apart from the digital, the digital yeah. stuff was too much. Sorry, guys. Mm. I, I do a lot of digital work myself, and I know how difficult it is. But it didn't come off. This fur and the tails and the, the oh, flicking the of the ears. The flicking <laughs> ears. So you're looking at a, at a character, and they've got these ears flicking. And you're like, oh, the ears. You know. And it just, and it's, honestly, I know it's PG, but it's a little bit over-sexualized for kids. Yeah. There's lots of erect tails and licking of things that shouldn't be licked for a kid's movie. <laughs> For a PG movie. <laughs> and, but it's all anthropomorphized cats and, you know, plastic Barbie kind of stuff. But it's just, there's something unnerving about watching it. Yeah. The plot is, is a squiggle. Yeah. It's nonsense. Um, there's, there's a couple of tiny little moments of fun. And there's two musical numbers that really stand out. Taylor Swift steals the show in her number. But and Jennifer Hudson doing Memories. Oh, yeah. Memories. Gordon is also in this film. And he's in every movie, though. But he's he's actually in every movie. He's actually performs well. He's not bad. And I, I kind of feel sorry for uh, the newcomer here, Francesca. Yeah, Hayward. Hayward. Yeah, yeah, she's she's she hasn't she like she can sing. She's a beautiful lady. She's a great, great dancer. dancer. Very elegant. But of course, this digital skin of fur and makeup and the flicking ears and the weird tail just make you go oh. So I kind of feel sorry for her because perhaps she has great potential. We just we were completely distracted by this digital nonsense. nonsense. Mm -hmm. Production design is good. Very good. Yeah, I mean the production design is great yeah. because they do because they're they're humans, but they're yeah. they're sized in the real world like cats. So they're in a bedroom and there's like three of them on a double bed jumping around because they're cat-sized humans. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. know what I mean. So there's a touch of madness about that. Yeah. There's a lot of digital scenery, outdoor digital okay, stuff, yeah. and that's why the feet don't really match. But the production design, the costumes, it's weird. Some of them are in costumes and some of them are naked, you know, fur. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was, uh, it, it, again, the amount of talent and work that went into this film is unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. But sadly, don't do another one. 95 million uh, was the budget for this movie. If they get 10 million back out of it, I'll be amazed. Right. Yeah. Amazed. I, like, I've seen reviews, 0.5 out of 5 stars. Ooh. You I mean. might see more in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it's honestly, it's it's. Um, I I couldn't wait for it to end. Yeah. It's it's From the it's it's, it started. it's you know who greenlit this? Who thought this was a good idea? But it, it, but it, it, let's be honest, it, it sounds good. Brilliant director, all star cast. But when the trailer came out, I remember Weber. when the trailer came out, the internet exploded with, what mm. the hell is this? It got more dislikes on YouTube than likes when it came out. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And trailer, I'm not surprised. Yeah. And the movie is, I mean, like, does it, I don't know if you remember a movie called Zardos. Anybody? Maybe? Yes. yes. I remember the movie Zardos is a personal favorite of mine. It's basically The Matrix without computers. <laughs> okay. When they were in Ireland. It's Sean Connery. Sean Connery. In a man oh, this is the one you ran about yeah, in a previous yeah. series. Yeah. And, okay. and I mean, you kind of watch that movie and you go, what were they smoking? Yeah. And you watch this movie and you go, well, they found the same stash that they were smoking <laughs> when they made that movie. Except that's brilliant. That's a classic, yeah, as far yeah, as yeah. I'm concerned. This will never be a classic. No. Nobody will ever go, like the Rocky yes. Horror Picture Show. He's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. The songs are amazing. The script, there's a dialogue, there's fabulous characters. They're all wearing, you know, weird, you know, outfits and stockings and science fiction and Rocky and Dr. Frankenfurter and they're fabulous characters from, you know, back in the day. Yeah. This just has no legs, no tail and no ears. Is this movie so badly said that people need to see it? No. It's not going to be a cult movie. Okay. Like any time, any, any day, never. It's just a really awful film. It, if you yeah. love the musical Cats, this is the movie for you. You yeah. will love it. You will love it. Yeah. Or you might go, what the hell have they done to my beloved Cats? However, as you said, there is a certain amount of morbid curiosity where you're like, it is so bad. You know, it's like, it's like you want to see, you want to, you want to kind of go. It's like, you think you had a bad, I saw cats, that sort of thing. Like I saw, I saw barbed wire in the cinema in 1996. Do you think that was bad? That was horrendous. Barbed wire. With, with Pamela Anderson. Are you joking me? What more do you need? I can tell you right now what I need. I need to go home and watch Glenn Rowe is what I need. And that has just been surpassed today okay. by the wow. worst cinematic experience I've ever had in my life. Well, I'm probably cats at a slightly bigger budget than Barbed Wire. Just slightly, no. yeah. yeah. And less CGI. Okay, least out of five? Um, I'm going to just be nice and I'm going to give it a one. Wow, that's generous. Nice. Okay. It's being nice. Okay, it's Christmas and all that. It's Christmas, that's, yeah. a, that's a one. That's yeah. very, very, very okay. good. Dave? I'm, do you know what? I'm going to be generous as well. Um, so I'm going to go one and a half. Ooh. I'm just mm. going to give it the okay. extra half because there's a couple of musical numbers that are amazing. Okay, so there you go. Out of ten, <laughs> Cats gets two and a half. Will there be a sequel? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking Andrew Lloyd Webber, write that one. Yeah, it's more of a kitty litter movie, to be honest with you. <laughs> you got to go and dump it out the back. <laughs> Speaking of sequels, let's take a look at Frozen 2. Okay, Olaf, you're up. Unicorn. Teapot. Oh, Elsa! <laughs> I don't think Olaf should get to rearrange. Doesn't matter. This is going to be a cinch. Oh, uh, distracted. Worried? Has Elsa seemed weird to you? She seems like Elsa. There's this voice. Voice? What does that mean? Kingdom is not safe. Six years since the original, Anna, Elsa, Olaf, Sven, and Kristoff. Did I do well? You did. Very They're well. back for another adventure. Frozen 2 in cinemas at the moment, and it's doing extraordinarily well. I mean, 
how could it not? The first one was amazing. Yeah. But has the second one, Lisa, lived up to it? Um, I think it's, it's right up there with the first one. Like, the songs are fantastic. Some people think that the story is a bit uh, difficult for small children. But I'm like, this isn't always aimed for tiny children. Yeah. It's aimed for, like, the middle section of kids who are, like, a little bit more clued in. And it also has, like, a, a climate change element to it, looking after the earth, which okay. I like. Yeah. And, um, but the songs are excellent. Uh, Dina Menzel and Kristen Bell and the guy who plays Christoph. You mean Adele Dazim? No, Adele Dazim. Sorry. <laughs> John Travolta. Rock on. Um, do you remember that? No. Oh, do you remember the Oscars when he introduced He introduced friend? her. Oh, yes. He's My good friend. Adele Dazim, and oh, her yeah, name is yeah. Adina Menzel. Yeah. That's right. But, but here, here's the thing: the, the, the first one was was not big in the cinema. Like it was, it did okay. It was, and, but I no, but oh no, but yeah, but then it took off. Yeah, it was yeah. like the Greatest Showman. Actually, it was a slow burner, and then it went yeah, huge. Slower, and then it went huge, and then there was like every kid in the world had a frozen yeah. lunchbox and backpack and yeah, everything, yeah. and every little and boy and girl had, had the DVD. Everything. The last DVD probably bought. Yeah. And you know, all you know, you go on the ferry, and all you can hear is "Let it go." And I mean, it was huge, phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. It was fantastic. I mean. I'm kind of wor- wondering, w- is the second one up to par? Is it right well, there it's, with it's it? Almost there. Really? It's, I don't like. Some people prefer the second one to the first one. Um, is it darker the second one? Eh, yeah, it is darker. It's like because they're trying to discover is it where Elsa's power comes from. Exactly. Yeah. Trying to discover where her power comes from. Um, it's also there's a little bit Star Warsy element to it as well. The way Ray is trying to find herself and Elsa's trying to find herself. Okay, yeah. That whole finding yourself thing, mm-hmm. and she does, and it's... Well, I mean, it's an interesting point that you're really saying there. Like, it's really good. Because six years ago, the original came out, so if someone was six, seven years of age watching it, yeah. fell in love with it, got the school bag and all that, yeah. they're not, like, entering into the teen years. Yes. So maybe they're still trying to speak to the same audience who have... Mm. Grown with them. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think they're... And they've also hit on the zeitgeist of the moment, which is the, the climate change movement, yeah. um, which is bit late in the day but you know still good. do you think there'll be a third one uh probably yeah but it made so much money i mean yeah yeah it's made a billion it's already crazy. yeah like it's, they're making money left right and center yeah yeah they're yeah. gonna they're gonna keep going but it's yeah. like it's excellent like uh, animation is fantastic in this film mm. and the music is just it's fabulous but for me i still would prefer the first one because it has such good memories with like going to the cinema with my daughter when she was younger yeah and even though i went to see this one with her and she's a lot older um but it was still and we watched it a lot back in the day. Mm. So it was just, it was better. You know, it's full of memories, the first one. The second one, I've only just seen it, so it's not, yes, it's not yeah, full of the memories of course, that yeah. the first one had. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. It's strange. There doesn't seem to be a huge buzz about it, but it's still a movie doing really well, and yeah. it's getting pretty positive but reviews. It's thing, like, if, if you have such a hit, it's like the first one was a sleeper hit, mm. and you have that kind of back, you know, that, all these kids walking around with all the merchandise, you don't really need to spend as much money and time on advertising. Yeah, you yeah. just let the word so, out, the yeah. second one is coming, and they yeah. just know. Yeah. They just put it in their diary, and that's it. So. And I think a lot of people will be going to the cinema after Christmas when yeah. but the it's stress a great, is it's, gone. It's a great movie to bring, you know, after the cinema, uh, or after Christmas, you want to get out of the turkey land and, yeah. you know, get a bit of air and get out of the house, go for a walk and come into the ice cinema and see it. It's going to be, a, you know, it's going to be a, another sleep. They're going to make another ton of money after yeah. Christmas, I think. Yeah, big yeah. time. So, a good family movie. Oh, definitely. Fantastic. Out of but if you... But if you want... Um, <laughs> you see, I don't know. There's a, I'm listening to a lot of other opinions from people, and they, they think that it's just darker and all this kind of stuff. But I'm like, come on. Like, all kids' movies have an element of dark in mm. them. 
like from the 80s on. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like never ending story. That's pretty dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we all survived that. E.T. Mm. is pretty dark. Yeah. yeah. You know, things like that. So I think that people are being a bit too careful with what they consider their kids should watch. Yeah. Yeah. So out of five. Yeah. Out of five, Lisa? Out of five. I can give it a five. A five? Five? Yeah. Five. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting a mic drop yeah. there. Yeah. Five. Boom. <laughs> Is that the first five you've ever given? Or no. I've did you give Joker before. five? I gave Joker five. Yeah. Okay. I gave Stars Born five. I think. Okay, or yeah. four and a half. That's years ago. That's like, like yeah. That's like season two. That's like season two. I'm just like in the movies. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, there you go. Five out of five from Lisa. Frozen 2 out in cinemas at the moment. Make sure you catch it at the Ice Cinema here in Galway. Up next, another highly anticipated movie. Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Good people will fight if we lead them. People keep telling me they know me. No one does. But I do. Long have I waited. And now... Is your undoing. What, uh, what are you doing there, 3PO? Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. And the saga has come to an end for Star Wars Episode 9 in cinemas at the moment and uh, yeah I got to see the midnight premiere a couple of nights ago here at the Ice Cinema nice. and uh, an experience mm-hmm. and I have my own opinions on it okay. um, but I'll let you start off first right Dave okay um, <laughs> it was a joy it was a lot of fun a rollicking adventure they went back to basics lots of proper set design proper built uh, Great characters have kind of come to their own. Like Poe is now the new, you know, Han Solo. He's mm. the, you know, rogue, handsome rogue, kind of, you know, breaking the rules and, you know, uh, flying the Millennium Falcon, light speed skipping and breaking yeah. the law. Um, uh, some wonderful moments with uh, Leia Organa and Rey. Rey is now trained up as a Jedi. We're kind of ready to go. And then the big bad guy comes back. Palpatine comes back. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the trailer, people. It's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. I won't do any other spoilers, I promise. But, you know, the big bad guy is back. And Ray and Kylo Ren are still fighting across the force. You know, they're having these force fights from different sides of the galaxy. Yeah. It's deadly. There's some great set pieces in this film. There's some great fan service. I love the fact that they go to this little festival and they're like, oh, yeah, this yeah, happens yeah. every 42 years. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and for me... There's some great gags in this movie. You know, there's a bit of comedy in this movie. There's a wonderful scene where they fall into this cave and they kind of come up close to the camera and Poe has a, a torch and he clicks it on. And he's like, and then Ray comes right. up with the lightsaber and turns it on and he kind of goes, oh, right. Yeah. And, you know, just little nods. Yeah. Um, but it was just uh, a joy. I mean, obviously, I can nitpick and I can pull holes in it, but I don't want to because I had yeah. so much fun. I was 12 again and they, they I, like, I see, had tears I in my eyes at the end of it. You went in with a positive attitude. You know, I was in an auditorium where I feel like when people go and see Avengers, 
for example, they sit back and they're like, I'm ready to be entertained for the next two to three hours. I'm going to enjoy this. Mm. Whereas I felt that on the night, there was people almost crossing the arms and taking out their pen and notepad and ready mm. to start making notes mm. and critiquing it and criticizing it. And it is being destroyed out there at the moment by reviews. Mm. And it's a fun kids movie with They're it's just a space taking it too opera. seriously. It's a space opera a science fiction movie yeah. with lightsabers and spaceships. Yeah. It's not an opus. And, uh, and what is the perfect ending for the saga? Like, what is it that they wanted that they didn't get? Yeah, exactly. You know, they're never going to get. Well, no, I personally, yeah. I was very satisfied. Lisa, what do you I think? I was delighted. Yeah. I had a great time. I laughed. I cried. I cried a lot. And then uh, I was delighted at the end. I just loved it. It was fantastic. Like, it's a good, fun it's movie. It's a yeah. great, fun movie. The yeah. action sequences. Going, it's like movie, the action movie, sequences are amazing. Some new characters are introduced, and you're like, oh, new characters in the ninth movie? Yeah. But oh, wow, these are cool characters. Yeah. And there was a few moments of, <gasps> you know, there was a few shocking moments. There wasn't. We don't a, do any there spoilers. was not a gasp for the big moment what? when what? I was seeing it at the midnight screen. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. couldn't believe it. And I was kind of looking around, going, "What's wrong with these people?" <laughs> <laughs> Are they dead? Now, it is a midnight screen, and so everyone's fairly shattered yeah. from midnight. You know, five days before Christmas. But I mean, if you go into a movie with you know with your metaphorical pen and paper, like you're mm. invigilating that the leaving start here, uh, you know. You have the wrong mindset. Yeah. You need to go into a movie and go, I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah. I'm here. My purpose of sitting here is to be entertained. So the feedback I've gotten, and I'll let you kind of interject then, was, first of all, the first 30 minutes was just loads of things being crammed in just to try and tidy up all the loose ends uh, left in The Last Jedi. And then it kind of started off doing its own movie then, half an hour into Rise of Skywalker. It's a part of a trilogy. Trilogies yeah. do that. Yeah. They tie up in loose ends. That's, that's what happens. Yeah. I mean, if you look at uh, Return of the Jedi, which is beloved, the first 20, 30 minutes of that is tying up the loose ends of The Emperor Strikes Back, which is probably the best one in the series. Mm. So y you can't really use that logic because that's the way it's done. They go to uh, Jabba the Hutt. They rescue Han. They, you know, who's that? Someone who loves you and blah, blah, blah. And Luke fights the crazy monster in the cave and then, you know, they escape. Yeah. And then the Return of the Jedi starts. Yeah. It happens, you know? Was there a need for Lando? Was yeah. he just squeezed in there? I thought there was a need for Lando. I, I mean... Uh, he was cute. Yeah, but I think he was kind of twee and tacked on. Like, here's the thing. Uh, we, certain... Gen you know, people who were young when they saw The Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those people, you know, those small people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, La we love Lando. We know who Lando is. But, like... If you're a 15-year-old kid, you're not going to have the same love for Lando that we would have. You're like, so who's this guy? Oh, yeah, yeah whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, one of the key moments in this was when uh, C-3PO had a proper emotional moment where yeah. he sacrificed himself. Mm. No spoilers here. He's done, you know, he not, not sacrificed himself, but he, he had a big plot point, yeah. and it was emotional. Yeah, and, yeah. and there was a, the, for the first time ever, you're actually emotionally engaged in the droids. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I thought that was very clever. Never and underestimate, never the, power underestimate the power of a droid. Yeah. yeah. Were they pandering too much <coughs> no. to the to the f to the fans to no. the f fans now in inverted commas? Yeah, they're fans in inverted commas because I think people are just trolls and they're going in to see movies just to slate the crap out. Yeah, of yeah. Them. yeah. Which is Sorry. easy to do. Yeah, but here's the thing. If we didn't make what, the you, what you loved when you were 10 is not... You're not going to love the same things when you're 40. Mm. That's the reality of it. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, if, if, you know, pandering to the fans... Another franchise that has to pander to its fans, me being one of them, is the James Bond movie, for example. Mm. And the new trailer has three different types of Aston Martin in it. 
for me, that's literally heroin. I'm like, oh, you know? Yeah. They're pandering. They don't need three Aston Martins in the yeah. movie. They just need one and make it good. So I'm expecting a lot. But the point is that, you know, you pander to the pa fans, but if you do it well, you give them what they want. Have fun. Give yeah. the lightsaber battle. That's what I think. Just enjoy it. But you were saying that they introduced new characters as well, Dave. W were some of them just completely one-dimensional? Yeah, well, uh, no, for example, Finn... Finn I'm only regurgitating what's been no, said no, out there. No, no, but for example, Finn, Finn had a, uh, had a, a, a semi-love no, semi interest type sidekick thing in The Last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. She was usurped in this one by another similar... Who the hell is this one? Yeah. The lady on the horse? Yeah. Is there something going to come from no. her as a character? Another yeah, kind of spin-off? Didn't they no. say something about something? Look, they say a lot of things about a lot of things, but yeah. I mean, it was just, it was a little bit tacked on. But then the character um, played by um, Kerry, what's her name? Kerry Russell. Yeah, Kerry yeah. Russell. She's in The Mask, and that was a very interesting character. Mm. Was, yeah. There was a bit of backstory there between herself and Poe. But very little. Yeah, but a little bit. And yeah. she was cool, and she had, a cool sh she had a cool ship, she yeah. had cool blasters, she had a cool yeah. mask. She gave things to people when they needed those yeah, things. Yeah, and she, uh, she had a plot point, and it was interesting what she did. Do you yeah. think if it was an hour longer, I know it's a long movie, that we would have kind of gotten more plot holes filled in and it'd be a bit smoother. Well, there's one big, big, big plot hole in this movie and I'm not going to go into it now because, spoiler, although anybody watching this will have seen the movie, but... Yeah. It's the, the big wow thing. No, 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 not that. Because I think with that, it's like, oh, that's why that person yes, is in this. Yes, but Just to wedge that one in. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? There's one moment where there, there's a bit of peril. <laughs> Lisa's trying to figure <laughs> out our there's cryptic... A there's, a bit of, <laughs> there's a bit of peril happening and Finn says... Uh, what? You know, right? I meant to say to you, blah, blah. Uh, and, yeah, then, yeah. and then she goes, What are you going to say to me? Oh, nothing. I'll tell you later. And he never actually does. No, he never does. He that never actually does. Actually. It's like, why did the writers put that completely nonsensical Just piece to kind in? Of toss off the you fence. see, I can go in to surgically pull out this little thread. I can pull a little thread on the shoulder of my jumper and ruin my jumper if I yeah, want. Yeah. Or I can just sit here and wear the jumper. So if you watch the movie and enjoy it, don't pull yeah, out the threads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just enjoy the movie. Yeah. It's a movie, it's not a documentary. Exactly. Okay. Out of five, Lisa. Five. Brilliant. I loved it. Dave? Oh, he's not going to be that nice. I'm going to say four and a half, just, yeah. just because there was a, f you know, there's a few holes when I, when I step back and look, but I did have tears in my eyes, and I can just see some lightsabers in the background there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, d yeah, okay. Okay, I'm going to give it five, Cause just because cause some, lightsabers, <laughs> some, some lightsaber people have appeared in the background, yeah. and I am going to say five, because it's, it's fun... It's rollicking. Yeah. Um, they the loved space it. And it was, for me, it was a good tie-up to the new trilogy. Mm. Last Jedi was a bit meh, but you know, from Force Awakens to this, and the last scene, oh my God. I literally had tears in my eyes. I was a grown man, yeah. tears in my eyes, looking at fake people on the screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I enjoyed it. So I'm going to go five. We've yeah. just gone to five people. We've gone to five. Excellent. There you go. Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. 10 out of 10 from Lisa and Dave. And well done to Ice and Magola as well, because for the midnight premiere, they had a quartet in here. Oh, who wow. were oh I playing. saw it, yeah. Yeah, they were yeah. excellent. Brilliant. And there was loads of stormtroopers dressed up. There was a Darth Vader. There was a photo booth back there. Uh, there was loads going on. They had the Star Wars cups and everything like that. And they were giving pizza out as well. So I think oh, those who were in nice. watching the, the well, the trilogy, trilogy as such. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The diehards. Yeah, yeah. the diehards who did about eight they, and a half hours fun. of cinema. I hope they went in and took... Fun yeah. home with them. Yeah. yeah. That's what cinema is about. That's what exactly. it's for. Yeah. yeah. 
Anyways, there you go. That's our Christmas special for 2019. We will be back in the new year around mid-January and lots of exciting movies coming out at the start of 2020. Hope you have a great Christmas. Lisa Tracy, thank you very much. You're welcome, Gary Kelly. Dave Coyne, thank you very much. Pleasure as always. Merry uh, Christmas to everybody. Thanks to Damien as well for uh, looking after us behind the scenes. We'll talk to you in 2020. All the best for Christmas and have a good new year.